part four. <laughs> part five. <laughs> Parkour. Wait, part, part five. five. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Out of context summary. Mm-hmm. I feel like this one is long and awkward, but this is what I, what I came up with. So. It's the part before the, the final, so I get it. In this episode, we learn that diamonds are not the hardest thing to exist. Sorry. Hold on. I was looking at the reels. The The notification came up of our reels. I'm sorry. I We're never going to get through this episode. No, no. Okay, let's resume. Anyway, in this episode, we learn diamonds are not the hardest thing to exist. Despite multiple jabs at Polly's intelligence, we find out that he does, in fact, have brains. And the pee-pee stack gets higher. <laughs> Thank you for coming back from our replay reviews. My name is Leah. And my name is Kathy. We are two friends who are here to replay, review, and analyze your favorite video games. And since Kathy has never seen the games before, it helps me view them through her fresh eyes, almost like I'm discovering them again for the first time. We hope it'll be a similar experience for you. Alright, so Salary sends the boys on a high-risk mission to heist some cigars from a customs warehouse. And Tommy feels like something is off. Salary then confesses that the real score is diamonds hidden in the cigars. Or the cigar crates. But it's clear the mission still does not sit right with Tommy. And then Salary leaves the room and says, don't drink all the good stuff while I'm gone. Another scene where Tommy's drinking again. It's a bit weird because I want to jump ahead and we can cut this out. But didn't... Wait, what is that? What kind of flavor is that? Sorry, I'm so distracted. It has a bear on it. You can't... No, stop. <laughs> Focus. Okay. Um, we'll talk about my flavored water later. Okay. Um... Um... <laughs> Well, I'm going to... Yeah, hold on. Let me... <sighs> I can't when I'm looking at you. You're it's not even to. funny. It's, why are we laughing? I'm going to jump ahead because at one point, Polly was like, hey, it's for old time's sakes. And so it made it sound like the drinking was... That was like the first time he's drinking since a long time. But then here we're seeing this. So there's just like some inconsistencies. Any thoughts on the distrust between Tommy and Salieri? Do you think he would have told Tommy about the diamonds? Well, the fact that Salieri said that Sam, like, gives him a debrief instead of debriefing everyone himself just kind of mm-hmm. shows that Sam's on a bit higher ground than Tommy and Polly. On the way to the customs warehouse, Polly seems off and Sam and Tommy poke fun at him a bit. But Polly is not in the same lighthearted mood. He says no one thinks he has plans, but he has big plans, which is to rob a bank. Well, at this point, I'm also thinking about how does this all fit in with the story that Salieri said that when you help someone out too much, when they're drowning, you end up drowning as well. Is this a situation where Polly's drowning again? And they're probably not going to go out to help him or is it that they're going to go out and help him and then they get in trouble as well. I could see that. And I think they're trying to help him because both Tommy and Sam say it's not a good idea. Sam says going behind the Don's back is a great way to get killed. 
And Tommy mm-hmm. advises Polly to either tell the Don about the plan or just forget about it. Don't do it. But Polly's definitely still off when he gets out of the car. At this point in the game, what did you think was going on with Polly? I feel like he wants to make a name for himself and it ties back to the distrust that is starting to increase with Salieri and Sam. Maybe Polly feels like it's always been Sam and me and all of a sudden it's just Sam. So what about Mm -hmm. me? I need to create my own name. Well, they are able to sneak into customs and eventually find the crates of cigars. After loading up the crates, an alarm sounds and they have to make a run for it back to the Salieri's warehouse, the other warehouse. And when they get back, a few of the crates have been busted open and this is when they discover that There is not diamonds hidden in the cigar boxes, but drugs. And they're all very caught off guard to learn that they've been lied to. Polly says, we put our necks on the line for this shit. And Sam responds, looks like it. And then suggests that they don't tell Salieri. They all agree and say nothing as Salieri walks up. This feels like a a line's been crossed here, right? Exactly. being lied to. And the fact that Salieri demands loyalty, and that's what all, everything he's talked about through this point, has always been, you need to be loyal to me or look at Frank. Yet mm-hmm. he's, it doesn't go both ways. That trust only goes one directional. And the fact that he didn't even tell Sam who was the one orchestrating a lot of these things, mm-hmm. it kind of shows that it's three against one. And this lying is what's going to be Tommy's breaking point. Like, we're always so close to mm-hmm. see it, and we're always wondering, is it it? Is it this? And this is it. And we learn soon in conversation that this would have basically put them in prison for life. So, like, there's a lot on the line. And and with Salieri not being honest with them, obviously that would not sit well. But let's address the other side of this in Salieri. Why is he doing this? He's been so against drugs since the beginning. And now that Morello's gone, he's involved in it. Do you think this was previously an arrangement Morello had and he just took it over or what do you think has changed why is Salieri suddenly in the drug business I thought it was because Salieri one probably went off the rocks with the changing with this bloodthirstiness that we've seen but also now that he has no competitor he's like the only dawn of that area he doesn't need to pretend like they're classier or they don't Mm -hmm. swear that's what we saw the beginning and it was always about you can follow morello and he's just like cursing and he's does drugs and he's oh so terrible but i'm classy and now that he has no competition they can be like i do it all i don't need to pretend to be the classier one because you only have one choice definitely a steady decline in salieri's character Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what? The <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> Polly says of the damaged crates. Sides. Ain't diamonds supposed to be the hardest thing around? And then some dumb grunt that showed up with Salieri goes, Outside of my maybe. Nobody laughs, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. The only thing that happens is Salieri turns around to look at him like this. <laughs> jackass <laughs> nobody <laughs>, laughs and i think it's brilliant and the thing is that he does like a hand gesture too to make it more obvious <laughs> it's like, but the way he puts his hand is kind of small so <laughs> the only thing funnier than a joke landing is a joke not landing and then i love when sam walks past him later and like shoves him out of the way 
But moving on. Polly is mm-hmm. hurt when Salieri hands over the crates to some other goons, including stupid <laughs> joke boy. Mm-hmm. So I have a few questions here. Number one, where is the trust? And number two, does Salieri just not want them to know about the dope because he's ashamed? He doesn't want them to know because he's planning to cut them out on their share of whatever money that they make. Because if he tells them their cigars and he sells and gets a whole bunch of money with the dope, he's probably not going to give all that money because it's not proportional to like the diamonds and everything. I think it's more about the loyalty and maybe he's drawing the line there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly why he didn't share it. Is it just because he knew they wouldn't go for it? Continuing on, Salieri asked Sam to drive him to the bar. And rather than joining them, Tommy and Polly decide to take the train. Polly's fuming and he's now hell-bent on doing this bank job. It seems like Tommy's warming up to the idea, too. He even mentions the car bomb incident again and talks about if he gets arrested, Sarah's going to leave him. So Mm -hmm. I think things really are starting to stick with Tommy more. I think the, the bank job seems like it might be the way out for both of them. I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead in the train conversation, but Polly says that he's ready to punch his ticket right now because the life is wearing him out. It made me think about what exactly pushed Frank to feel that way as well. Like, not about Morel threatening his family, but what made him feel tired? And if it's something similar to this, that he lost trust with the with the Don, then... It's happening twice already, and that's two red flags. Anything else on the train conversation? Mm-mm. It just feels like at, at some point in this life, you're either cut out for it or you're not. Tommy gets off the train still not being fully committed, but as we roll over to scene two, it is the day of the bank job, and Tommy's all in. So we're going to skip over a lot. <laughs> they rob mm. the bank fairly successfully, and they flee to Sam's club, the Palermo to, mm-hmm. to hide out. Um, there were a lot of peepees and near misses in this section of, <laughs> of gameplay. They part ways and will meet in the morning at Polly's to split the cash. And I know your question was, why can't they split it now? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good question. All I can think is they don't have another bag, which seems like poor planning. The next morning, Tommy's at home and he's acting weird. And Sarah gets suspicious Tommy's talking about, let's go on a trip. I came into some money. Pack a few bags. And Sarah says, you and Polly are suddenly flush, and now you want to leave town for a few days? That don't square. You're nervous about something. Probably you don't even know why yet. You better figure it out before you get to Polly's, just in case it's him that's got you all wound up. I jumped around a bit in the conversation, but that's the gist. She's smart. I absolutely love her character. I think it's because she's been around Polly for so long before Tommy joined it that she Mm -hmm. has a really great read on people and the fact that she knows tommy's probably pretty squirrely tommy's hanging out around polly he's getting squirrely then Mm -hmm. it's kind of obvious what's going on tommy does head to polly's where he finds him dead on the floor not expecting that i I was expecting him to run away with the money or something that was probably one of the biggest shocks I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. You were in denial for a second. You're like, is that Polly mm-hmm. or is that a kid? <laughs> I know. He looks skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we say so long for Polly? 
Yeah, I guess so. I I know what he does is wrong with all the killing and the robbing, but in terms of relative to other Solongs right now and of other mafia members with that perspective, I think he's a mother respecter because he offered Tommy and Sam the opportunity to rob a bank with him, to split the money, and he didn't run away with the money. So I feel like that's kind of mother respecter. Yeah, I struggle with this one mm-hmm. a lot because in terms of relative to this game, I want to call him a mother respecter, but mm-hmm. he also mm-hmm. shot at the waitress that was being oh, used yeah. as the shield without hesitation. I would have yeah. liked at least a little bit of hesitation. So I am honestly might have to land on mother neutral for Polly begrudgingly. I expected his character to steal the money and run away, yet he didn't. Or maybe he did and he just never got to it. It proved that my judgment was wrong, so I feel like because of that, he gets slight points for a somewhat mm-hmm. redemption act from my point of view. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, we'll do a neutral and a respecter, so a mother... Mother neutral. <laughs> new, new, new specter. New specter, yes. Somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Well, Tommy is searching the apartment for the cash and is unable to find it when the phone rings. And it's Sam looking for Polly. He says he was going to warn him that Salieri found out about the bank job. He tells Tommy, you gotta disappear. Tommy asks for some cash to help get his family out of town, and he goes to meet Sam. But when Tommy gets to the meet, he's greeted at gunpoint, and Sam tells him, you and Polly put me in a bad spot. And he's right. They really did put him in a bad spot, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he could have stayed loyal to the three. So that's the thing. It's like, I get where he is with being put in a bad spot. But then you have to choose between the brotherhood you had and choosing Salieri, who you know is going to cut you out on deals. Why wouldn't you choose Polly and Tommy, who have been loyal with you every step of the way, who saved your butt, who drove you to doctors. He could have died, and this is how he's repaying them. We'll we'll get into more. We'll get into okay. more. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off for now. Tommy apologizes, but then again asks for Sam's help. To which he responds, "There you go again, making me choose between my friends and the family." It sounds like Sam is most likely the one that killed Polly. And then he says, things are right between me and the Don. I'm moving up, and I just found this big bag of money. This is also when we learn the Don found out about Frank and Michelle. Is that maybe why he's sort of been cutting Tommy out? But would that explain why Polly? I mean, no one knew about the drugs, but maybe those two are a peg lower now because when Tommy paid part of Polly's share... Maybe Salieri's like, these two are too close. It makes sense with the timeline of hearing the story. And then all of a sudden, you're kind of cut out. I'm curious, though. Do you think that Sam was pretending that he didn't know that was dope? Or was he genuinely surprised that he was lied to? I think he was genuinely surprised. It could go either way. But I think he seemed mad about it. Unless he's mm-hmm. a really good actor. But... Mm-hmm. Moving on, Sam says, I'm sorry about this, but our business has rules. And again, he's right, but how much of this do you think is Sam following the rules versus him doing what he wants? Wait, do we know for sure that at that point in time, Salary didn't know about the money? 
or he knew about the money? We don't know, and that's why okay. I have this question, because I'm not sure how much of this is Sam betraying them versus Sam being in a tight spot and being ordered to do this stuff. And I think that that's the question that has a lot of bearing on Sam's character. Mm. My first reaction, my emotional reaction to this question would be that he's just betraying them. But at the same time, where's he going to gather so many men? Tommy responds, You think you're doing this because you're loyal. But you're not. You're just scared. And then I have written in my notes, remember when Sam said the bank job was a good way to have the Don kill them? He said, you'll be next to Morello. Ain't no hall worth that. So is he just a self-preservation kind of person? Or is there any aspect of like greed to it? I think it's self-preservation because he doesn't have, I, I don't know, I feel like if he had the skills and competency to grow big, he would have already done so and demonstrated his value to be higher up. So I feel like because he doesn't have the competency and he knows that he's doing everything out of desperation and just trying, to, just self-preservation. See, this is where we have it. We have a different feeling about Sam. I feel like he is higher up. I feel like we see him be higher up from the start. That's true, because in the beginning, I think it's somewhere in part one, I made a comment about how the way Sam's looking at Tommy and it's like yeah. he's being tested, but the way Tommy and Sam, not Tommy, Sam, Polly and Sam are doing things together, I just couldn't get a good read on it. I could see it going mm -hmm. both ways, but the way he was looking at him made it look like, oh, now I have to compete with this guy he could have been higher up and then sees how much the Don likes Tommy and is threatened by that. So, I mean, so that could mm -hmm. certainly be part of it. But I just noticed things like Sam's the one sent in to clean up the, the failed kill. Yeah, you know, at the mm -hmm. church, he's the one sent, sent to kill that person. It feels like he cleans up a couple messes that Tommy and Polly made. And I think mm -hmm. that's why I feel like he's higher up. I don't know, but it, I think yeah. it's really interesting mm -hmm. that we both have different a different mm -hmm. feel about Sam. So Sam unleashes his men on Tommy, who's able to duck for cover and shoot his way up to Sam. As he's chasing him, we hear Sam say, I know you do the same, Tom. Hell, I know you've done the same. He's saying a lot of things that he's not wrong. Like, he has a point with a lot of these things he's saying. Mm -hmm. Tommy's not innocent. None of them are innocent. It's all about just, like, relative to each other. Mm-hmm. And so relative to Sam, I feel like Tommy is more innocent because he questioned a few things, but that's also because we get to see him more. Yeah. it It's interesting with this game because, I mean, Yakuza, it's basically the same thing. It's a mafia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it feels like there's a lot more... I don't know. Yakuza seems like the whole game is based off of characters who have different tiers or different levels of boundaries and where their morals are and mm -hmm. somewhat having more ethics this game is like constantly sh changing like those boundaries like in the beginning we thought mm -hmm. that Tommy wouldn't kill an innocent person but then at the same time we're seeing him kill so much more people and then at the bank with the, with the manager yeah. it's just like I thought that that's where he would draw the line and the next thing is the next part we watch that line moves further out yeah. So my thing is that I want to say that he's innocent, but he also continues to push the line. 
I think you're right because instead of seeing like we see him struggle with things, but we don't see mm-hmm. him do anything about it except double down and do something worse mm. the next episode. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. That's why it's hard to to justify any of their actions. And then there's another quote in the in the chase from Sam where he says the thing about drug money is it pays for a lot of muscle. So what do we think is happening here? Number one, did Sam turn Polly and Tommy in? In exchange for being cut in on the dope profits, did he sort of strong arm the Don here? Or did Salieri tell Sam about it in the car ride about the dope? And he just trusted Sam more? Like, why does Um, Sam now know about the drugs? Or is he just assuming that this is drug money? That, Which is why I had the question earlier about... Do you think he was pretending like he was shot or if he was genuine? Because if he mm. was pretending, then it makes sense that he already got his cut on the drug money. But if he was genuine about that, it has to be a recent thing. It's really hard to get a read on how much Sam knew beforehand mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how much the Don was keeping from all of them. Tommy does catch up to Sam, who tries to bargain with him, saying that he'll tell the Don that Tommy's dead. Tommy does not accept and does kill Sam. Well, there was a moment that Tommy hesitated on pulling the trigger. So I'm questioning what exactly made him hesitate. Is he just thinking about the pros and cons? Is he just refusing to kill Sam out of loyalty for this former bromance thing that they got going on between the three of them? Is it Mm. that he doesn't want to cross the line that now has been pushed a bit further out? Yeah, that's a great question, because as we've been talking about, it's hard Mm -hmm. to get a read on where Tommy's morals lie, Mm -hmm. because he's not okay with murder, and then the next minute, he is okay with murder. And so, is it who's being murdered that's the issue? That could be why he struggles with this, because Sam was his friend. Then he mentions Polly, and that's when he kills him. So, is it anger Mm -hmm. of the betrayal that pushes him over the edge into being able to kill him? Maybe. But I I still am confused mm-hmm. on what Tommy's morals are. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know. Well, so uh-huh. long for Sam. I think there's going to be a lengthy debate here. Really? I think he's just I, straight up mother because I just can't get over him killing Polly. And so we can kind of be sure that he would kill Tommy and he did kill Polly. And for the reasons of just straight up betrayal of the bromancing that they got going on i think it's a mother and this is where there's a major question for me which decides either way Mm -hmm. and it's did the dawn order all of this or did sam turn them in if these are the dawn's orders if he had just people watching and found out about the bank job of course he's gonna order sam to kill them and at that point Sam's right. They put him in a horrible position. What is he going to do? Get himself killed? They did something stupid. That's on them. And so if that's the case, that these are the Don's orders, I think he's still a mother respecter because they all know what they signed up for. And Tommy and Polly still chose to break those rules. And Sam's just sent to clean up the mess again. But if these are not Salieri's orders and it's just Sam turning them in, then yeah, for sure, mother Because he said in the car ride when Polly was explaining his plan, I won't say anything, but I don't want to be a part of it. 
And that line, either he's a really good actor and a really good liar, or he's telling the truth. And that's why I lean more, I don't want to fully call him a mother because I don't feel like he's choosing to do this, but we don't have definitive proof that he didn't turn them in. I, I have to land on neutral again, and I feel like we're okay. cheating, but... Which I would side with you, but it's just because of my assumption that he chose to kill Polly, but that's a really massive assumption that I'm basing it off of. So I can see that if I'm going off of your assumption... I would say mother neutral as well. Well, it's just like the lack of information we're getting makes mm -hmm. it difficult to land on something. And it's interesting because I feel like the game wants us to feel betrayed by Sam, but he makes so many good points that I can't, I don't feel betrayed because Tommy did something stupid. Well, I feel like if I watched it again, I would totally sigh with you when I'm not watching it emotionally. If I watch it again, I might. Yeah. Like, I get that assumption because mm. I think that's what the game wants us to think. But there's just too much that makes me question it. Yeah. I guess we have to leave it at Mother Neutral. I guess we do. Mm -hmm. This is harder than I thought. Not as hard as that guy's <laughs> though. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anything else around this scene, Sam's death, or should we move back to the detective? Let's, let's keep going. All right, that didn't take as long as I feared it would, so that's good. Mm -hmm. Anyway, now back to the detective. He says to Tommy, I can't do anything unless you're willing to testify in court. So it seems like they are ready to start making an agreement. And whatever they land on, they land on. But I think they're both in. Is that what you figured? Mm-hmm. All right. Scene three. We see all the aftermath. Many of the members of the family are being arrested and Tommy even does eight years. My question to you, is Tommy doing eight years for his crimes? Or is this more of like a protection thing? Because the detective had doubts about being able to protect Tommy because he said that this case would go on for years. I think they have to put him in jail, probably a separate jail, because otherwise he probably would have died earlier. But I think mm -hmm. eight years is probably because he got a lighter sentence for what he calls is the, the witnesses that pretty much turn on their people mm -hmm. and instead in exchange get a, a lighter sentence. I think that's what it is. It, I mean, he has to go to jail for everything he's done. So it makes yeah. sense. And eight years in prison sounds pretty light when he robbed a bank, he murdered people. Mm -hmm. And he murdered Morello. And that's a pretty big one. So I say eight years is pretty light. Well, yeah, and we know that the detective wanted to close that Morello case, so he can't close that without charging Tommy with something. We do see that Tommy, after he's released, gets to see his daughter get married. But not long after that, two men confront him in his front yard and say, Mr. Salieri sends his regards. And shoots him. I'm sure you have a reaction to this, but my mm -hmm. <laughs> looking at your face. My first yeah. question is, why Mr. Salieri and not Don Salieri? That's actually a really good point. I didn't even catch that. It hit my ear funky. Well, I think the Don, the Don is still in jail. Mm -hmm. I don't think these people have ever really served under the Don. And so for them, just being a bit more distant from him mm -hmm. is probably Mr. Salieri. Or it's a way to 
kind of show his power extends pretty far out beyond the mafia. Like maybe these people aren't part of the mafia, but they're just contracted hitmen. All good options, but it's pretty impressive that years later and assuming from prison, Salieri can still carry this hit out. That's what I'm thinking too. I'm actually slightly impressed by that. The fact that Tommy knew it was going to happen and was telling his family, like, it's okay, it's okay. Like, and the fact that he also didn't run or fight it, he knew this was coming. He even says, you're safe now. And like you said, he, he didn't seem surprised and he didn't even seem like he wanted to fight it. He's okay with it because he knows that, like, his family's no longer a target. And mm-hmm. he does die surrounded by his family. And Tommy's last line is... Remember that money, jobs, even best pals will come and go. But family, family is forever. And obviously this has a double meaning because it's talking about his family and Mm -hmm. the mafia family. And the music gets a little ominous here as well. Mm-hmm. And this kind of ties back to Sam's quote when he said, you're making me choose between friends and the family. At this point, Sam understood how far the the reach of Salieri is. And maybe even that scene and what happened there kind of taught this lesson to Tommy that like you cannot escape the family. Because this is also when he learns that Frank was eventually tracked down and killed too. Frank was just being dumb by exposing his face all over the freaking place. In like Europe, to, though. But, <laughs> like, gambling places? Like, the one place where you know would have the most number of mafia and gangs and everything. You go there and you expect to not be spotted? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't stupid. Okay, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying... Yeah, I get your point. Maybe the Tommy family. realized, like, yeah, at some point mm-hmm. you're gonna make a mistake. And they're mm-hmm. gonna find you. So I really like the the line that the, that it ends on with the family is forever because it really just ties it up. There's just no winning. Yeah, I I liked it too. I'm actually genuinely surprised. I'm okay with this kind of ending because there too. is some kind of closure. I think it's the first time we agree on liking the same kind of ending. Yes, family is forever is such a great way to end it. It's mm-hmm. it's impressionable because his own family stayed with him. Even after going through jail, even after everything, that loyalty that he gets from his own family mm-hmm. is like a different type of loyalty that this is a willing to stay together and to still wait for him. Because Sarah could have just like taken off, right? But no, she stayed. Yeah. Yet the family as part of the mafia isn't like mm-hmm. you're trapped. You didn't get a choice in this. Like you may have in the beginning, but you have no choice in the end it's just only one opportunity to either stay in or leave dying in a body bag or whatever yeah and going back to our conversation of him almost being relieved it's almost like he he yielded to the mafia family to Mm -hmm. protect his family family Mm -hmm. you have to choose one it seems Mm -hmm. and there's sacrifices either way that need to be made but I'm glad you liked this ending because I thought I'm, you were going to yeah, hate me again. No, I like this ending. I like nice. the closure and I appreciate how relieved Tommy is with the ending because he mm-hmm. knows that them trying to kill him might accidentally kill someone else, which is the same thing with the car bomb. Sometimes that karma catches up with you, not with you, but with your family members. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that it's a great way that it starts with him, it ends with him, and his family stays safe. I appreciate that. You're definitely right, because when Sam's telling him that Frank got offed, Tommy asks him what about his family, and Sam doesn't know. So even at that point, he's like, what happens to my family if, if I get caught? So I think that does become, as the game moves forward, I think it becomes more important to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as his character progresses, his desire to protect his family progresses. Mm-hmm. And that's maybe why we get confused by his morals, because it's not really highlighting the right growth that we see in his mm-hmm. character. So going back to the same thing, so I thought we were <laughs> done with that topic, but about family and him, he pretty much separates it that Salieri and everyone else's family, and then mm-hmm. Tommy and Polly are friends. What made him those two go into the friend category? Like, is it all because he just wanted to leave a family and all of a sudden they get kicked out and shunned into the friend category? Why can't them three be their own family members? Sam's perspective is probably that they betrayed the family by doing this because we even hear all the goons in this giant shooting scene say things like nobody eats alone and don't like, you don't step out on the family. So like everyone's mad at Tommy for doing this bank job. So I think maybe it's a bigger rule than we understand it to be. And so I think mm-hmm. that Sam's perspective would be you chose to betray the family and therefore you're no longer a part of it. Which I guess for Sam, the morals has always been protect the family over any person. Mm-hmm. Which makes it hard to say that he's a mother then because that's where his morals are set versus Tommy's morals right. are a bit shifty. Like Sam's the which, only one who's really staying true to the life he chose in a way. Which now that I'm thinking about it some more, I kind of don't think in any way he can be a mother because yeah. of his morals and his baseline has always been family first. Right. I think the only thing that could possibly uh, be used against that is him wanting mm-hmm. to keep Michelle alive. But he says to Tommy, you're the one that let her go. So basically, it was my suggestion, but you're, it was up to you. Like, I'm not the one who actually betrayed the family. You are. So I think that's really the only thing that could say that he had a moment of, of fleeting loyalty. It's been 24 hours, and I'm still <laughs> not sure exactly where I feel. Okay. So, mother or mother respecter for Tommy, then? Uh, I don't know, because... He says he does things like rob the bank to, to, you know, get out of the mafia and help his family start a new life. But I don't fully buy that. I think he kind of likes doing this kind of thing. <laughs> this is another hard one. Mm-hmm. I think if you ended it before the, the epilogue, the eight years later, I would say mother neutral to mother. But I think mm-hmm. the information we learn after the epilogue... It seems like he's understood the things that he's done a bit more and his priorities have been straightened and he accepts his punishment in the end. Mm-hmm. And that pushes it more towards the mother neutral to mother respecter side of the scale. Yeah, with with Tommy, it's just, I don't even know what to base him off of. Like with a family man, I can see 
very close to mother respecter to like i think it is mother respecter that ultimately he wanted out because to protect his family he was happy dying for his family's protection and to make sure that they never get involved on the mafia side he ends up just a bit of a mother based off of your baseline of you're either with the family or you're against it and you betrayed the family so because of that and nets to mother neutrals it's a bit higher up closer to the mother respecter side but still in the neutral zone yeah i would agree and i didn't realize until we started talking about this game how confusing i find his character he's one of Mm -hmm. the few characters where i just can't get a firm grasp of like what he's about well his character arc is a bit funky because traditionally you have people who start out great and then they have their villain origin story or you have people mm-hmm. who continue to stay great. You get a tipping point. They either choose to be bad or good or you get like a redemption arc. But him, he's none of those things. None of those traditional. What can you expect from him? He has yeah. shifting boundaries. Even going back to that question in part one of like how much of this did he choose versus was he forced into it? Because mm-hmm. he was initially forced into it, but then he does, like you were saying, kind of come back because he wants some revenge. So it's like he always has one foot in and one foot out from the start. And I think maybe that's why we're confused by him. Because he's not fully committed either way until he goes to the detective. And let's not forget that he threatens to give the books to the detective and, and pretty much betrays the entire family and everyone in that he betrays mm-hmm. Ralphie, which he finally appears. He betrays <laughs> Yeah, Ralphie's back, but he's in prison. <laughs> right? Uh, he betrays Vincenzo and his, his father-in-law. Yeah. So it's not just Salieri that he's betraying, but all the somewhat goodish people that he's met along the way. Anything else? Or should we save the rest for the summary and move into the PPs and near misses? Let's do the PPs. What's um, your guess? <laughs> I think you had at least like seven or eight PPs. Like you got one of a double whammy for for the <laughs> the double PPs. <laughs> Not quite. Five. Five. Okay. Five. For near misses, there is like like two of them, which they were like overreacting, and then there's one where one was underreacting. That one was a hair <laughs> from mm-hmm. a peepee. Mm-hmm. That sounded disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> the visuals you're creating. But you know you know what I mean, though. Yeah. We had to go back and look. It is as close as you can get. Mm-hmm. That wins. That woman, that NPC, wins the near miss. She's the queen yeah. of near misses. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's do five again. Seven. Oh, my God. I you almost had him if you had reversed. Uh, well, that was hard. It was not as hard as <laughs> <laughs> that guy's. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Any closing thoughts, or should we end the episode? We'll end the episode. I'm sure we'll have more to discuss in the summary. Looking yes. forward to it. Audacity on one, three, two, one. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to send in any questions, comments, or game suggestions. You can find all our contact info on our website, replayreviewspod.com, or contact us directly through our site. Did we completely miss something? Are we way off the mark? 
or you just want us to take a deeper look at anything from the game. We'll tackle any topics you all want to hear in our season wrap-up episode. We also have a Reddit where we discuss anything we're curious about. Go take a look and let us know what you're thinking. Our theme music is Condemned by Eggy Toast. They'll play you out and we'll be back next week with the summary episode.